Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I am Dana K. White. I blog over at aslobcomesclean.com. That's where I share my personal deslobification process. As I figure out ways to keep my own home under control, I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people, people who don't love cleaning and organizing. Thanks for joining me today. This is podcast number 331, and it's scheduled to go out on 331. I just found that interesting. That has no actual significance. Anyway, I believe I'm going to call this one the truth about maintenance because I've been thinking about maintenance a lot lately. Why? Well, we're in a home that is new to us. And so everything is new, like we are learning. And I've been thinking because we moved in mid-November. So it's been four months. So when we moved in in November, it was fall, you know, and then leaves fell off and and trees died and uh, may not died. You know what I mean? Anyway, so they've been bare this whole time. And I've been saying for the last month or two, I'm so excited to see what it looks like here when the trees are green, like when the trees have leaves on them and they're green and, you know, our our home is going to look completely different. So now things are starting to green up just barely. I mean, our there's a little bitty baby tree in our backyard that's starting to bud, but a lot of things aren't. Of course, I'm starting to get nervous, like, oh no, we bought a house and every tree is dead. But um, anyway, I'm a little overdramatic, but I am also going, oh yeah, weeds come up there and weeds come up there. And I just pulled those weeds yesterday and how are there already some more weeds there? And oh, wait, so this back patio that has like bricks and oh weeds come up in between every single brick oh okay well that used to look really good and huh they must have power washed it right before we looked at the house and then moved in which I'm not I mean power washing is not a bad thing right it's a great thing but I think it's made me think a lot about maintenance and maintaining and the reality of that because I've learned a thing or two or seven or eight over the last, you know, I guess it's been probably 20 years of having a house, you know, where when I first moved into my very first house, it was a true shocker when the things that they had made look neat and nice in the front yard or whatever, no longer looked neat and nice. The next spring when things started to grow and weeds started to come up and I felt kind of like betrayed by my home back then. Now I fight off that feeling of betrayal, but I'm not saying it doesn't still show up. Like there's still part of me sometimes that are like, that that it's just like, what? Weeds can grow there? And I think Danny, you're older now. 
you're pushing 50 lady. And I am like, I should know these things and I should not be offended anymore by this. But it just has made me think about maintenance. And it's it's made me think about just the reality of that. And anyway, so that's what we're going to talk about today. So spring in my new house. Yay for buds. Oh, boo for weeds. Um, those are the things that are making me think a lot about just maintaining and the reality of that and how so many times I think, not so many times, but I think a big part of my problem was not understanding the reality of maintenance, what it actually means to maintain, what's required to maintain, why maintain, how to look at it, how to approach it. Anyway, that is my thought for today. So um, I have started a garden. Um, As y'all know, we have a little bit of land now, and this has been our dream, and it's always been my dream to start a garden. And there was already like a garden plot. Is that what it's called? An area for a garden. Like I actually have the room. They've had a garden before. It's already fenced off because it's where the cows go. And not that they're not our cows. They're our neighbor's cows. Have I told y'all that yet? I don't remember. Anyway, our neighbor's cows run on our land um, for ag exemption purposes, but um, which means we'd lease our land for their cows to come over. But anyway, so the cows come over. And so it's already like fenced off. It is a garden. And I'm like, okay, let's go. And so we over spring break, Reed and I, one of my kids, we uh, rented a, and my husband rented a tiller and they tilled my garden for me. And so now we've planted a few things and I'm like, okay, it looked so beautiful and freshly turned and gardenish when they first tilled it. And it still looks great. It still looks like a garden, but it's like, oh, that, that freshness is, is just, it's just kind of gone because it rained a little and that made it a little bit crusty on top. And I'm like, oh, what do I do now? What, wait, what, wait, where did I plant those things? Um, and I have it, you know, I've, I've tried to keep track of where I planted things. So I'm not stepping on top of what could be growing tomorrow. I have no idea, but things are not necessarily growing yet. It's been like a week. Um, a few things are. And then I, anyway, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. I am learning about gardening for the first time. Okay. If y'all have been around a while, you know that kind of at the beginning of COVID, I mostly to maintain my sanity and to get out of my house, I really worked on pulling weeds and dealing with my flower beds and all that kind of stuff on a, you know, our, our very small little piece of land that we had on, I mean, it wasn't land, it was just in a neighborhood, but you know, dealing with my flower beds and all that kind of stuff. And I learned a lot about just the reality of, oh, okay. So you pull up the weed and, um, yeah, tomorrow there's a new one and it just has to be dealt with. And the longer I had gone without dealing with it, the harder it was to deal with because the roots also got deeper and little, what used to be a baby tree is now a toddler tree and toddler trees are really hard to pull up, you know, or whatever. So anyway, just the reality of that. Well, now it's on a different level. It's in a different way. And I'm like, I am going to have to learn. And I know this is going to take maintenance. And along with this is I actually, um, my, my paranoia comes in that part of the garden is an asparagus patch. Y'all did not necessarily come on my podcast, listen to my podcast today to, um, hear about asparagus, but things I did not know is that asparagus 
is one of those plants. Asparagus are asparagus. It. I don't know. Asparagus is our one of those is one. Yeah, that would be the proper thing is one of those plants that comes back year after year. And the, the guy that we bought our house from had come over and kind of showed us some stuff. And he said, you know, that's an asparagus patch out there. And I was like, what? And I, like, I had any idea that you didn't have to plant it every single year, but he was like, yeah, it just comes back. And so what you need to do is you need to chop down the stuff that was really tall at that point. And this was back in the fall, like in November, you need to chop that down. And then I forget what else he said. And that's the part I'm scared about anyway. And then in the spring, it's just going to start growing. It'll just start growing. Well, then he texted my husband this week and said, Hey, y'all need to just, just know that asparagus is probably growing now and you need to go check y'all. It's a 20 year old asparagus patch. And I am so excited about it. I'm like, you know what? Whatever we paid for this house, I'm going to make that back in free asparagus. (laughs) I love asparagus. And asparagus is expensive. You know that, right? Anyway, so I'm so excited about it, but I'm also a little panicky because I'm like, it is one thing to go, I'm going to try a garden. I have no idea what I'm doing. I'll probably fail. It is another thing to mess up a 20 year asparagus patch. Cause evidently I don't know, but evidently it takes a while to get a good asparagus patch going. And so like he offered to come over and help me. And I told my husband, I said, I don't know what I'm doing and I'm scared. I'm messed something up and I don't want him to see it. Cause then I'll be embarrassed anyway, whatever I'm working on it. I'm learning. I'm, but things tank maintenance. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com I am so excited about my new digital picture frame from Aura. It is beautiful and it solves clutter problems. One frame that rotates so it lets me display lots of photos. There's a new photo every 10 minutes. I am seriously delighted every time I walk by my beautiful Aura frame. Mom, I hope you're not listening because you are also getting an Aura frame for Mother's Day. I am going to customize the gift by preloading photos onto the frame. There's a super simple app that I can share with the whole family so they can add photos to my mom's frame too, anytime from wherever they are around the globe. I used the Aura app and I had everything set up for my frame in two minutes. You can upload an unlimited number of photos, invite others to share photos directly to your frame with no fees or memberships. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best selling frame. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code CLEAN at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply.
One of the things that was a surprise to me that I'm embarrassed to say was a surprise to me was that, and I, I still feel it. I still feel it here. I'm experiencing it again where I go, oh, the reason that was nice, the reason that looked good is because someone had been maintaining it. It didn't just look good because it looks good. Someone had been maintaining it. So I, I'm sure I've told the story before, but we moved into our last house. We had bought it from someone who loved gardening. Like she, I mean, plants galore. So many plants, so many things and the flower beds. Well, for the first year, I was like, this is great. Oh, that's lovely. And somebody said something to me about, oh yeah, we had, when we moved in, there were all these nice plants and then they got out of control. And I was like, huh, I don't think that's how that's going to be at my house because they all look so nice. Yeah. I think they'll just stay that way because <laughs> that's how dumb I was. I didn't know. Like it just looked like that's the way these plants are when in reality they had been maintained. Okay. Somebody had been trimming them and paying attention to them. I don't know if trimming is the thing. Somebody had been doing what needed to be done. Okay. And not doing what needed to be done meant that these things that I thought were just that way, actually, you know what? They kind of started looking bad. And that's the thing about maintenance that is surprising to some of us is we just look at certain things and think, well, that's how it is because that's what we see. What we did, what we don't see is what all went into it. And then therefore, when we have our own thing like it, we don't understand what all goes into making it look like that. So like, let's talk about the dishes or whatever. Like, here's the reality. A, a kitchen is only clean if someone has cleaned it. And it sounds so those are the kind of things that I say. And I think, oh my goodness, if someone shows up here and they're like, what is this person going to say that's so profound about cleaning? I mean, that's kind of the most profound thing I had to accept. My kitchen is only going to look clean if I clean it. If I go to other people's houses and their kitchen always looks amazing and clean, it's not because their life is easier than mine. It's not because they have a different kind of kitchen than me. It's because they cleaned it. And just because I didn't see them cleaning it doesn't mean they didn't clean it. If it's clean, somebody cleaned it, period. Okay. And so I have to get over being offended when things get dirty again. Like I have to get over being surprised. <laughs> Not that I don't feel it. I have to get over it. I have to get over feeling surprised when things get dirty. Okay. The way that things are is the way that they are maintained. We don't see what someone did to clean or declutter. Okay. We just see the results or we see the lack of doing those things. Okay. But things stay the same by us doing something, you know? So like I'm in my office now. I have barely any furniture in here. I have a desk. I have two little side tables and I have a couch and I love it out here. And I'm like, wow, having so much less stuff means that this place stays under control. Like there's barely anything in here. And yet 
then all of a sudden I look around and go, and because I think that way, I think, oh, I don't have to really do anything to maintain out here because it's just so minimal and there's just nothing in here. And then I look around one day and I go, oh yeah, um, I guess I actually have to take out that toaster oven box that is now filled with trash because I didn't actually have a trash can out here. Oh yeah. Oh, I, I guess I actually have to pick up the vacuum cleaner and put it in the closet instead of it just laying on the floor. Oh, I guess I actually have to, you know, put away the, the heaters now that we're kind of out of heating season, hopefully, you know, I have to put those heaters away. Oh, okay. You know, and it, it just, it's amazing how not doing anything or feeling like I'm not doing anything. I feel betrayed when then things need to be dealt with and done. Okay. Like maintaining is how things stay under control. So it's like an, it requires action for things to stay the same. Inaction actually brings the bad stuff. You know, I I always feel betrayed by dust. I feel betrayed by dirt and trash piling up or whatever. I, and yet maintaining is the way to keep things status, same, blah, blah, blah. Okay. And here's the problem. I always thought that the way my house would change, that, that, you know, it only made sense to me that I'm going to get my house clean from top to bottom, and then I'm going to start maintaining. Well, there's two problems with that. First of all, the more I put off maintaining, because maintaining didn't make sense to me, maintaining meaning doing daily pickups, uh, do keeping the dishes done, checking the bathrooms for clutter, that kind of stuff, you know, doing any of those basic little things. Um, the longer I put that off, the more overwhelming this idea of getting everything completely done, because that's the only thing that makes sense to do. Okay. So before I start maintaining, the more overwhelming that task became, the longer I put it off, the longer I wasn't maintaining because it didn't make any sense to me to maintain, to do maintenance stuff when things were out of control. And the long, it, it just was this bad cycle, okay, of putting it off longer and longer, it getting worse and worse, which made me put it off longer and longer. Meanwhile, I'm not doing any maintenance stuff. Meanwhile, it's getting worse and worse and worse, okay, because not maintaining not doing basic maintenance stuff doesn't mean things stay the same. It means things get worse. Okay. That's, I guess that's the point of today's podcast. We'll see. (laughs) Anyway, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't laugh. Maybe this is really terrible. Who knows? So there's two things there. When I got started, when I finally really actually changed my house, it's because I gave up on that idea right there. That idea that it didn't make sense to maintain until I had gotten it perfect and then had something to maintain. The reality is you have to be maintaining no matter what. It is only going to get worse if I'm not doing maintenance stuff, okay? My house really changed when I started doing what I thought of as maintenance tasks before it was worth maintaining. And by doing the maintenance tasks of doing the dishes every single day, of doing five-minute pickups, even when, what kind of a difference would five minutes make in here? Doing them anyway. Doing these basic maintenance maintenance things before I felt like it was worth maintaining, 
That is what actually changed my home. My house started changing, looking better, functioning better. It was shocking the difference just from doing the maintaining stuff, okay? But the other thing too that I realized is I only started understanding the impact of maintaining and how to maintain by actually doing it, okay? When I just was thinking through like, okay, well, this is probably how this would work. This is this dishes math. Y'all, I talk about dishes math all the time. Dishes math is that one day's worth of dishes is not half of the time that two days worth of dishes are. Okay. It doesn't, dishes don't work the way that math feels like they should work. It feels like, well, okay, if I, if I wait a week to do my dishes and I do them all on Saturday morning and it takes me four hours or let's just for math's sake, let's say, and also realistically, let's say I wait and I do my, all my dishes on Saturday morning and it takes me seven hours to do my dishes. Well then realistically, you know, if I was to do them every day, well then that would mean I was doing an hour's worth of dishes. Well, who has time to do an hour's worth of dishes every single day? I can't do that. And so then I get caught in this cycle of, well, it's not an option to me, right? Like I could never do the maintenance thing of doing my dishes every day because it would take an hour. Well, that's not true. Okay. If you wait until Saturday and it takes you seven hours, it doesn't work like just divide by seven and that's how much it would take to do every day. Instead, it takes me 10 to 15 minutes to do my dishes, but I never understood if I do them every day, if I do them every day. But if I wait two days, then it's going to take me an hour to do dishes. And then if I wait three days, it's going to take me four hours. It does not work mathematically, but I did not understand that until I was doing the maintenance thing. Okay. I had to do it to understand how to do it and to understand how things actually work. Okay. Cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com So like, you know, my garden right now, the asparagus. I'm doing a little bit of Googling and trying to, and if y'all have asparagus advice, please, please email it to me as lobcomesclean at gmail.com. But I have done a little bit of Googling and I get frustrated because I'm like, okay, they're not at the exact point that I'm at right now. So I'm just like, even though I don't know what I'm doing, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to pull some weeds and I'm going to look for asparagus. I actually did harvest like one small handful, like basically one serving yesterday. And then I went out this morning to pull some weeds and there are probably five more that are ready to go. And so I'm going to cut them tonight and 
hopefully maybe there'll be some more tonight. I don't know how this all works y'all. Anyway, but I know from experience that the best way for me to learn how to do this is to go ahead and try. Even before I know how to maintain, what to do, the best thing for me to do is go ahead and try. Okay. Go ahead and do something. And when I tell myself I'm going to do something, the main thing that does is get me out to my asparagus patch. Like when I tell myself, okay, well, I'm just going to do something in the kitchen. The main thing that does is gets me to the sink where the dirty dishes are or gets me to the table and counters where they are to then move them to the sink, whatever. Okay. But just say, I, I am going to do something because something has to be done because if I don't do something, it's only going to get worse. Okay. It's not going to stay the same by me ignoring it. It's going to get worse. That's just reality. Unfortunately, I know I wish it wasn't that way, but it is. So sorry, I'm losing my notes. I have notes. I know you're surprised. I'm surprised too. So anyway, but, but getting me there, getting me out to the asparagus patch then helps me look, look, always look. That's one of my biggest game changer decluttering strategies is to say, I cannot assume that I know what is in a space along those lines. I cannot assume that I know what it means to do the dishes. If I haven't been doing the dishes every day, I I can't assume that. I can't assume that I know what would be required to keep my stove clean if I haven't actually been, you know, cleaning the stove. I will only understand what it takes to clean the stove and keep it clean if I clean it every day. And two things are going to happen if I will do it every day. First of all, it's not going to feel awkward anymore. I'm going to know what to do. I'm going to know the products that I like. I'm going to know the um, time of day that works best for me. I'm going to know where to set that burner if I pull it up. We've got a gas stove now, and that's a whole new thing to me. But I'm going to know where do I put that and balance it. That you know. But the first time that you do it, it's just a matter of looking, looking, always looking, experiencing. Go ahead and go to the stove and start working. Go ahead and go to the sink and start working. Go ahead and walk out to the asparagus patch. And as I do that, I go, oh, okay. So when I water my garden, which I still don't know exactly what I'm doing, but when I water my garden, I get wet. Okay. So yes, I had been thinking, I don't know if I want to wear these Crocs that I got for gardening. And I'm like, oh, this is why people wear Crocs when they garden because you get wet as you water the garden too. Okay. If the wind's blowing or whatever. Oh, okay. I need to have some kitchen scissors that are designated just for cutting my asparagus every single night. I don't know, whatever. You know, it's, these are the tools that I need. These are the things that will be helpful. This is the routine that's going to work. And I only figure that out by doing it. So, you know, I have four basic habits that will change your home. Okay. Going in order, they are do your dishes every day, sweep your kitchen, check the bathrooms for clutter and do a five minute pickup. Okay. And then sometimes people are like, well, where do I go from there? Pick the thing that boggles your mind, that makes you crazy, that gets on your nerves, that continually goes back to being out of control. And 
solve that problem today and then solve it again tomorrow before it turns into a problem again. And then solve it again the next day before it turns into a problem again. Solve it for seven days and you'll figure out what works for you. Well, that's maintaining y'all. That's not waiting for it to be a problem and instead going ahead and doing the thing before it turns into a problem again. Um, Here's an example. Uh, You know, we have a glass door on our shower now, which I've had several people on my little house tour um, as they would come through and they're like, oh, a glass door. Oh, that's so hard to keep clean. And I'm like, yes. Okay. And it, it when we first moved here, it made me nervous. But I know because my mama told me and she made a really big deal about it. If I will squeegee it every single day, like after every single shower, okay, there's no putting it off for whatever, then it, it's not going to get out of control. And so I bought a squeegee before we moved in. And my husband and I have been every single shower. I mean, the only, only difference is if I know I'm about to take a shower and he's in there right now. And I say, okay, you don't have to do it because I will. But other than that, like it gets squeegeed twice a day because every single shower. And as long as we do that, the shower door looks fine. It looks great. I mean, I, I hesitated to say that for a while, but we've now been in here, what, December, January, February, March, four months, and the shower door looks great, okay? Yes, we do cleaning on it every other week as well, but it never looks spotted. It never gets all, and Texas water is hard water, and so it gets really gross if I don't, and I've had that happen before where it was just, something was covered in some soap scum, but I'm like... And I hate it. I mean, like I literally, okay, kids, I'm sorry. You shouldn't say you hate things, but I intensely dislike having to use that blankety blank squeegee. I mean, like really, it's like, I'm always thinking, okay, I'm done with that. I got a squeegee. But the more often I do it, which is every single day for four months, um, for every time that I do it, I'm a little bit faster and a little bit faster until, well, not every time because, you know, now I I think there was a time where he finally hit, okay, this is how to do it. But what I'm saying is like, I know exactly what it takes. I am not figuring anything out. I know exactly where the little, you know, the hand shower door handle and all that kind of stuff is and how I'm going to work around that and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, and I do it as fast as I can, but I'm motivated to do it because I know that doing this every single day, okay, has meant that I have never had to do a major shower scrape down from the hot water and the soap scum or the hard water and soap scum. If I will do it every single day, I don't have to deal with all these things. Even when it's just one day's worth of shower water. I mean, come on, it won't look that bad. I have to do it. Because the maintaining is the way. If not doing anything, that's where the bad stuff happens, okay? Maintaining is about things that, you know, have to be done before they feel like they have to be done. And that's one of those things I I feel like is a, I, I try to look back to, okay, the way things used to be and how I can look at that and go, that's what happens when I don't do the maintaining, The out of control, the seven hours on Saturday, washing the dishes, cleaning the kitchen, 
I, I know that. I know better than the other people. Like other people might be doing their dishes every day and thinking, I wonder if it really makes that big of a difference to not do them every day. Maybe I could stop, blah, blah, blah. I know, I know it. it's bad when you don't. And so therefore, I'm motivated to keep going because I have experienced what happened when I didn't work on maintaining, okay? And maintaining will get easier and easier the better you figure out what you need. Okay. Uh, gardening. I learned this at my last house, just pulling weeds and stuff. I'm like, the more I went, the more I likely I am to remember to go ahead and grab the things that I need, the tools that I need, the gloves that I need, blah, blah, blah. I know which kind, I mean, I got some really good gloves because I know, I know what I need because I have done it and it gets easier and easier, but it's never not going to be work. It's always going to be work, but It's less work done more often prevents the huge and overwhelming work that I then felt paralyzed by and just kept putting off. So that's the truth about maintenance. I hope this made any sense. And I would love asparagus advice from all of you. I mean, maybe not all of you. I only want asparagus advice from people who actually know anything about asparagus. All right, Um, I will talk to you all next week.